What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Honey Teen Steam with the boys. I'm Brendan, Lexi's boyfriend, and I'm here with Caleb. Howdy. Bella. Hey. And the lovely Lexi. Hey. Lovely Bella. Thank you. Thank you for your howdy and that. So if you can't tell, this week is sort of different. Um, not that we're ever filling in as Molly is absolutely unreplaceable, but uh, because of the corporate American greed of these corporations, um, Molly's not able to join us this week, so I'm going to let the girls tell you a little bit about this week's episode. Sure. So <laughs> the four of us, Lexi and I and Brendan and Caleb, hey. we... <laughs> We are actually on a, we took a little couple's vacation this week. As Caleb kind of mentioned, Molly, as irreplaceable as she is, was unable to come on this trip with her boyfriend, Jesse, as well, um, because the both of them were unable to get that time off work. And we are just in positions where, you know, we were able to get that time off work and spend money on, you know, things like vacations. Little disclaimer, you know, this is going to be a little uh, travel episode that we are going to do for you guys. We do want to add that very importantly, we are all vaccinated. Yes. And that is very exciting. Going into this summer of 2021, trying to get out of COVID. Thank you, Johnson & Johnson. Yes. Even though y'all got taken off the market for a little bit, but that's okay. No blood clots for me. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was rough, not gonna lie. That night after we got it, I was... I, I saw the light, but I mean, <laughs> but, was near death. you know, we got through it. It was just eight hours of hell. And now COVID, you can't get me. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can try. You can less than 72%. Less than 72% chance that you were going to catch this body. <laughs> catch You're not going to catch this body. Anyway, <laughs> so we're on vacation yes. and we thought we would just do a little episode with you guys and the boyfriends are with us, of course. And we're going to go through, you know, some travel tips, some fun experiences from our past vacations and whatever. Right. So this time, um, we actually are currently in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And the four of us took this vacation last year as well. Um, just a little over a year ago. It's like almost a year ago to the day. Is it really? It is. I think we went back in... We definitely went in May... No. no. We were in May. No. No. Then it was like second week of June or something. I think it was second week of June. Second or third week. My flashbacks, my uh, memories. You can keep talking while I'm doing this. No, go ahead. I would just like to add, we're going over, we're, we're here like via Memorial Day week. Super hype about the Jets. Not a military guy, but. We went, oh, you're le- right. we went late June. Regardless, it's about, <laughs> it's about a year that we've been there. So we're just going to reminisce reminisce a bit about what was actually fun about that is we went and we the four of us weren't like really close we were we worked together we all worked well the three of you worked together pretty much daily and included yet i wasn't included yet no and you know b and i wanted to go on vacation like we worked really fucking hard and we had money and it was you know we're like we want to go but like we had a room i was like well wouldn't it be better if we just brought friends with us so I was like, well, why don't we, you know, ask like Bella and Caleb, like we can ask them to come along with us and like, maybe they'll go, maybe they won't. And they actually ended up wanting to go too. So not without saying that we had actually also like invited you guys to our own vacation. We True. had planned. It was an entire week of vacations in the beginning of that week. It was like, a what was it? Like a Monday through Wednesday. I think it was Monday through Wednesday. We went to this cabin in the middle of the woods, super secluded, really nice in Ohio. The definition of a couple's retreat. It, yeah, it really it was so nice. <laughs> and um, the four of us, I mean, like Lexi said, you know, we, the four of us weren't super close at that point. I mean, obviously, like, I knew Lexi from high school. We were really good friends, but, you know, we went to different colleges. We kind of strayed away a little bit. Um, and then whenever she started dating Brendan, like, he was, like, Lexi's boyfriend. But, like, we Boys. weren't... Was. Was. <laughs> I don't know what he is now, but, um, you who know. Who knows? Who knows? Um, what are Lee? Wait, what did, what did, what's his face say? What did the, the prince say? What did, what is love anyway? What did, yeah. <laughs> we're referencing the, um, Prince Charles and Diana video, uh, that yeah. interview from, like, their engagement. Yeah. We're just what, whatever love means. Like, what is love anyway? Oh my God. We just like, like. And she other. was, like, so heartbroken after that. I can't. That's a different podcast for another day. <laughs> anyway, 
So point is, the four of us weren't super close, but you know, but Caleb and I, we were planning this trip out to this cabin and we were like, it would be more fun if we invited Lexi and Brandon. And then a couple days later, they were like, hey, we're actually going to Virginia Beach. Like the date that we would get back from the cabin, do you guys want to join us on that trip? And it just turned into like such a fun week, week and a half of mm -hmm. cross state traveling <laughs> that we did where, you know, we spent a couple of days at this cabin in the middle of the woods, went home for a couple hours, and then that night left for another, what was it, like five or six days in uh -huh. Virginia Beach. About like five or four days. Yeah, four or five something days. like that. And it was just, I, we definitely, the four of us, we got a lot closer and I appreciated that experience. It was nice. No, we did drive separately. We did do that. We did. We're not doing that this time. We did not do that this time. We did not do that this time. We rode in a in Caleb's father's car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got Fun fact, um, Caleb and Brendan drive the same vehicle. It is a blue Ford Focus. It's like the same exact color. If you saw these cars. Oh, nine. Oh, no, oh my God. Nine. It's the same year. Keeping it real since oh, nine. Robin's egg blue. Yes. I didn't Just, know you that, might as well like give it. them the license plate numbers I... at this point, guys. <laughs> Mine starts with a K. It's KW. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my god. Jokes anyway. on you. I couldn't recite the whole license plate if I tried. Yeah, and jokes on you because I'm trading mine in next month because it's not going to pass inspection. Oh, like actually, you guys are going to twin oh cars anymore. What are you that getting? Is sad. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's absolutely hilarious because, like, the four of us now work at the same place. And whenever Brendan and Caleb are parked in the parking lot together, and so Caleb and I, like, we share a car right now because I mine also did not pass inspection so i just decided to not get a new car at this point in my life so right now we're sharing vehicles and anytime i get off work before he does and i'm walking out to the lot these boys will purposely park next to each other and i don't know what car is the one i'm supposed to get into until i literally you know see what's like hanging from the rear view mirror if it helps my car still has the focus on the back of it yeah it does <laughs> yeah, no you're right <laughs> yeah my how many miles does your have like not even 40 yeah you're looking at 186,000 miles i thought it was 163 no it's 186 <laughs> oh my god she a little warm. he's running the car to the ground yeah <laughs> and then some. she's still trucking man oh my god anyway so this time you know we decided to be more responsible and yeah. take a nice Carpool. safe vehicle altogether rather yes. than doing separately in vehicles we weren't sure we were going to make it in the first place no no that would have been a very very <laughs> bad idea um because we did take an suv down this time that means road trip yes and that was so much fun anyways since we want a road trip we're going to come and talk about some tips and tricks about a road trip since caleb considers himself to be what is it the travel expert yeah i think bella called me like the travel dad the quintessential you are the travel dad what we're gonna talk about is like i think some crucial parts of a road trip what to include in your road trip what to make sure that you're doing what you have like what is the key root of a road trip a successful enjoyable road trip because it can go very south very fast so i think this should be broken down into just the individual roles each person plays in a vehicle so yes i can oh cover God. the driver since i mean i've never not driven in years anywhere we go bella is the Stop. the zombie who <laughs> <laughs> so the she, drugged up zombie in the passenger side yeah she can get into a little bit of chemistry behind not being alive for eight hours Listen, in a car okay. whenever you drive from pa in pittsburgh to virginia beach and only be awake for what 20 minutes <laughs> to get to get a fucking sheets <laughs> breakfast sandwich okay I would like to say a couple of things. First of all, disclaimer, I, the only reason I am that, okay, I wouldn't call it drugged up. I take Dramamine because I have severe motion sickness. She be taking them drugs. Dosed up. Dosed up. Dosed up. Um, Double dosed up. Sometimes, you know, it says Double take dosed two. dosed up on a road trip. You take like a, a, a cocktail that's worthy of taking down a, a moose. So I'm, I take <laughs> Dramamine, the drowsy kind, not the, dr the non-drowsy kind, and melatonin. Just melatonin, Dramamine, and some elephant tranquilizers. <laughs> Honestly, if they, like, had that at the pharmacy... Bella <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't check herself. I would absolutely do that. No, I am not a super fun person to travel with just because my motion sickness has always been that bad. Like, I was the kid that my mom would literally just 
dose me with Benadryl to knock me out and she would like give me those wristband like pressure point things to because like it was that bad so I will admit I am probably not the easiest person to travel with just because of the severe motion sickness I've always had pretty much since I can remember um whether it's like a really long car ride or a plane ride or like do not even ask me to get on a boat because it's simply not happening doesn't matter how much dream I mean I take it's not it's not gonna fly so like I do like to be knocked out for the travel part of it except about two hours into the trip when we hit Breezewood because you bet I'm gonna go into that sheets and buy a breakfast sandwich Sweet. because the, they simply have the best breakfast sandwiches that sheets good. is so much better than any other sheets I've ever been to. But could we just bring up how you yourself have admitted you have a one in four chance of throwing it back up, <laughs> and it, but a three fourths chance. But a three fourths <laughs> chance that it will make me feel better because that there, it's a fine balance of you know, I, yes, being knocked out. You know, if I'm knocked out, then I can't really get car sick. But whenever I wake up from that. If I'm hungry, it makes it, it, makes that, it that much worse. It's absolutely horrible. So to try to mitigate all those issues, I think a safe bet about is to about two hours into the road trip, wake up, walk around a little bit, maybe go to the bathroom, have some water, and definitely get that breakfast sandwich. And then fall asleep. And then fall asleep, absolutely. I pride myself on being, whether it's the passenger side or in the back, I'm a very good travel partner because... I have a talent of being able to hold in literally everything. Like, if I have to go to the bathroom, I, I'm fine. Like, I will make the road trip. I will Ma make it. that is a UTI Just waiting to happen. No, I'm fine. Every I do it all the time. I literally, I'm so, I will I not. you also drink cranberry Express, I do. I will <laughs> not express any needs that I possibly have the entire road trip until we get there. I think, Brennan, what you were going to, you're saying, like, it's not because she doesn't have to go and she's so good at holding it. She simply doesn't want to be that person she does not want to be that person i will ask her over and over do you need to pull over and go to the bathroom do you do you <laughs> are you thirsty okay you she hungry? literally said in thirsty? the car we talked about this she said so when bella wakes up if she has to pee then like i'll go pee ma'am yeah, if so you so gotta go then you talent. gotta go <laughs> my talent is being a pushover and letting everyone's needs before my own no <laughs> And, that and, is my talent. And, even, and even not group, holding it. No, even I'm good at holding that. it. I am. I will wait. I will wait until someone else has to go. And to comment, further comment on her being <laughs> a great travel partner, this is mostly true. She will hand feed you nuggets and dip them in the sauce for you, but do not let her do directions. I'm really it no. Is, oh my god, I'm so worst. bad at giving directions. That's why I like to sit in the back because while I am good at traveling and I'm good for not being a nuisance, I can't read directions for shit. So she don't will ask me. Point to the right and tell you to turn left. <laughs> <laughs> that has happened. Yeah, I've done that too. I do it a lot. Even like Molly makes fun of me for reading directions. Yet they always make me read the directions. Like if you don't want me to read the directions, don't make me read the directions. Just turn your she phone gets up. really sad when you take the directions off her. <laughs> <laughs> then, 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 well, then I guess that's how how you're gonna cover. Even though she's in a car full of people, she is entirely comfortable with. Yeah, I know. And I will be Simply hosting no. the games. That's right, everybody. I bring the games to the road trip. Oh, that's right. I'm hyped for or like on the way back, some more Pokemon Go on the road. Just handing you my phone and <laughs> <laughs> double balling it. That is also. But pause. <laughs> Double balling with the book. You know, throwing two balls at once. Pause. <laughs> Pokeball. We have successfully brought back Pokemon Go for this vacation, and it is going very well, as you can tell. Um, the, the boys are very into it. They are double balling it. Double balling it. Double balling up on this vacation. Hashtag none. What is it? Vasectomy itch. Yeah. Not, Not one vasectomy. Not a single vasectomy on this road trip. <laughs> Not one. <laughs> Not one vasectomy. Okay, well, why don't you tell them what it takes to be a good okay, driver? So, <laughs> give us your tips and tricks. Okay, so when I'm driving, I think the the one thing that I always pride myself on is it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I'll stay awake. So I never find that issue, but I mean, if you want to stay awake, I highly recommend avoiding things like Mountain Dew and people always go for like the the rock stars or the monsters that suck and you're gonna crash so what I always do is usually just regular juices like I'll usually whenever we make our first stop I go 
absolutely ham on some orange juice. Orange juice. So you're a big apple or grape juice guy. Yeah. Orange juice. So that's where it's at. In the morning. In the morning. Another thing that I always do and that I never, really the only time I ever do it for a prolonged period is I wear glasses. Like it's so much safer, so much smarter, especially if you're, you know, driving in the morning or daytime hours. Glasses are so much better for you than contacts. Because, I mean, if you're driving to the beach, it's going to be summer, it's going to be hot, so you're going to have that AC blasting or the window down. Your contacts dry out like a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. So glasses are, are a big thing for actually driving. I will say that's definitely happened to me before, um, just driving to the beach with, like, my family. And I, my mom typically drives down, but, like, I'm the alternate. So anytime that I would drive... I would have my contacts in and there have been times where my contacts have dried out and I'm like closing my left eye trying to look onto the road with my right eye going essentially 90 in another state. <laughs> Damn! And it's not a fun time while trying to stay awake too. So I, I can attest to the glasses. <laughs> Raw dog in life on that highway. <laughs> One thing that I haven't done as a driver that I kind of feel like is a worthy investment is we don't have any of those things that clip to a window or hang where your phone can go there. We don't, and I feel like we should. Right, and and I'm the kind of person where, and, and Bella can attest to this, I feel strongly about my internal GPS. He does. But also, I don't want people reading directions to me. I hate it. No I, offense, Lexi. I don't want anyone to I don't tell me where to go. It. Just let me say things. I don't want to know, oh, you're turning right on the name of this road or at this. I can read exit numbers, A and B and C, Bella. I didn't know an A-B exit was a thing until last year. Living in Pittsburgh? There's, I don't think there's any A-B exits here. Are there? Hella. Literally, every time you drop me off at Duquesne or we go to Pitt. I know it's like a, like 71C or something like that. That's the bus. No, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that is also a bus, but like it's... There's definitely an exit where it's like there's an A or B or C. Like I know yeah. that, but I've never seen a sign until last year where it was like A dash B or like A hyphen B, and the exit A and B were right one after another. Like at least in Pittsburgh, they have some distance between the two. So if you're in the wrong lane, like you have time to like get in the right one. But last year we were driving somewhere, and I had to take a B exit. And it was maybe 20 feet after the A exit. And I was like, is this a joke? Like, and I didn't know that was a thing. Were you going to say B? That was going to be my question was, did the B come after the A? I'd be more concerned if it didn't. <laughs> Just Fair enough. And finally, I think one of the keys to driving is, I mean, like I said earlier, I don't so much plan my sleep cycle out. Like, I know I'm going to be fine no matter what. But for people who aren't really, you know, that keen on adjusting their bodies and making sure that you have, you're putting the right things in it prior to driving and focus more on sleep. Not to be that person, but eight hours is important. Oh yeah. And also leaving, and I've done this before and it was awful. I left to go to the beach and we left, I think at like 2 a.m. We did that. We, we did We left that. at like 2 a.m. Awful experience. Because when you, it's not worth it. And I know Bella likes to leave super early so well, it depends. So, so we can have a beach day. It depends on the weather. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, you're going to get there and crash. You're going to be miserable. You're going to get to the hotel room and say, well, let's just like, take a nap and have dinner or yeah, something like okay, that. I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> okay, okay. So, I mean, it's it, it's not, unless, like, you have to leave that early to get somewhere by a certain time, it's not worth it because you're either going to fall asleep while you're driving because you're waking up to go somewhere at 2 a.m. and your body's natural circadian rhythm is just going to put you asleep by three or four at the latest. And even like, and I know you you girls are big on astrology, the things like that, which I'm getting better at. I I know I know I'm a, a Scorpio. <laughs> yeah, we all know you're a Scorpio. <laughs> but I know. but um, you know, it's even just naturally, your body doesn't handle the sun setting and you waking up well. So you should always be going about your day as the sun goes about its day. So if you, I mean, just don't leave at 2 a.m. <laughs> That's like wild. Add, you left at 2 a.m.? Yes. I would like to add, though, Scorpio's sun, Leo moon, Aquarius rising, pray for me. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. But like 2 a.m., where do you have to be at for that? Like, why? Okay. We wanted to get two. to. I think it was like three. Okay. It was, three. It was, it was not we planned two. two. It was like three or four. Yeah. We planned 2 a.m. And oh, if, if the trip is seven hours, that means you're getting there at either 10 or 11. Which is about the time that, you know, if I wasn't traveling, that I would be getting onto the beach Okay, anyway. fair enough. So, I will say it's not super fun whenever you, like, aren't able to check into a hotel until, like, 3 p.m. Because then all your stuff is, like, in the car. You have to figure out where to park. If you can even... If the hotel will even keep your bags for you. If it's an Airbnb, you're fucked. I'm sorry. But, you know, I like I like a beach day. And I, th- I feel like the time that you leave is really important to figure out a you have to figure out what major cities you're passing and the traffic times that you were gonna end up yeah fuck baltimore hate baltimore fuck dc yeah you cross when you're going to virginia beach from where we live in pittsburgh we do go through like what is it you call it the 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 dc and baltimore beltway yeah worst place to drive on the face of the earth glenn Absolutely bernie horrible. shut up <laughs> shut up fuck off it's very brutal it's like traffic so is really bad but for those of us who don't drive and forget everything about driving, who are never awake and are simply there for the ride. Okay, I'm sensing some hate being thrown my way. And, um, and it's not hate, it's jealousy. I wish I could sleep like that in a car. But I think for people who have anxiety about driving and people who want to actually accomplish turning an eight hour drive into a 20 minute drive, I think this is kind of your time to shine. Well, yes and no. So, as we've established, I, I'm in it. I'm going through it with the motion sickness. Um, always have been. Probably always will be. It's if I could change one thing about myself, that would be it. So much so that, like, I mean, my mom has it. My nana has it. It's just like a genetic thing at this point. My mom wanted so badly at one point to be a flight attendant, and because of the motion sickness, she. It, it just wasn't an option for her. So it's something that has intergenerationally affected my family. So rule number one is I always have to be sitting in the front seat. If I'm not sitting in the passenger seat, I have to be driving. Because for some reason, that's one of the only things that actually helps, um, at least me personally. And I know a lot of you have other people who I've talked to with motion sickness. It helps if you are in control. Like I can get on a rowboat as long as I'm the one in control, if I'm rowing it. So what are some actual things you you use or tricks you do to get over it? Well, the Dramamine melatonin cocktail really helps. Um, I do also have these, something that my mom used to do when I was younger. I have these wristbands that there's a pressure point that goes on the middle of your wrist and it's supposed to, almost like an acupressure kind of thing. It's supposed to help, it's supposed to hit this pressure point that helps with motion sickness. So yeah, definitely the Dramamine, the drowsy kind if you want to be knocked out, but they do also make the all day non-drowsy kind as well. I actually did read about you can actually go to your doctor and get a prescription for there's like these patches that you put behind your ear and it's supposed to take the motion sickness away like immediately Hmm. i feel like i should invest i feel like that would be that's a game changer like that would be absolutely life-changing if i can just put a put a patch behind my ear and all my motion sickness issues would go away and then (laughs) there's just like kind of the common sense things like if you know that you're a person who gets motion sickness don't read in the car don't be on your phone it's best if you look straight out the front of the car like through the windshield and not to your side like out the windows um because if you're looking at a bunch of moving shit then you're gonna fuck your brain up so last time i was on a boat i actually kind of felt motion sickness and the one thing that actually like super helped me and this was in in pompano you're down in florida and like from the boat it was a horrible date worst boat ride of my life never should have went out couldn't get my money back tried to care in it say this was bullshit didn't get the money back those guys can shove their poles you know where anyway the thing that really helped me was staring at the beach in the hotels that were super far away because that sort of stabilizes your eyes and allows you to sort of regain your bearings just within yourself so that's sort of my tip for that yeah i mean i can definitely attest to that also just some other things that i've figured out along this motion sickness journey um it helps if i give myself some sort of distraction that i don't have to think about um obviously like being on my phone or reading was are 
really bad things make it way worse. Um, but something like listening to music helps a lot. Mm -hmm. Conversation. Yeah, sometimes conversation that helps. You know, just things that you don't really have to think about too much. But it's going on. It's distracting your brain a little bit. So it can kind of chill out in this, like, really chaotic environment. Also, definitely make sure that you eat before the road trip. Yeah. Um, because if you go into this and you're hungry, it's just going to just... It's going to make everything a whole lot worse. Because then your head's going to hurt, your stomach's going to hurt, and you're just going to be an absolute mess. Once I get to the point, though, that's like kind of past the point of no return, like I'm on the verge of throwing up, it's going to happen. My one saving grace, my one trick up my sleeve is that I put the window down and I just let the cold air hit me. I let the wind hit my face. Like It's almost like a sensory overload of... I'm really cold. I have goosebumps. There's wind hitting me and it somehow distracts my body from, you know, hey, we're freaking out. We're going to throw up. This is not okay. So if you haven't tried that yet, if you're on that verge of your motion sickness telling you we're going to throw up, definitely give that a try because that's something that's definitely kept me from throwing up in a lot of situations where I other otherwise would have. So I think that the, really the X factor for any sort of trip and I mean, with this trip, we've had the luxury of, you know, having more than one, more than two people in the car, because usually it's just me and my thoughts while Bella drools on herself. Okay. <laughs> also, you know, you brought up the fact that you don't really like directions, whatever. You don't like when I give you directions, which is fine. And I just thought about the last road trip that we took to Columbus. And I always have the directions pulled up on my phone because I'm usually plugged into the portable charger and I fell asleep for a lot of that trip. But like the trusty co-pilot that I am, I left my phone on my leg so that you could see it if you needed to. And that's key. So professional co-pilot Brendan, as sort of in our pre-podcast discussions has alluded to, is I guess the master of all things co-piloting. I don't like a boring road trip. If we're gonna be on the road in the same little box for seven hours or so even three hours it's gotta be at least kind of fun who wants to just sit there yeah whether it's bumping music super loud with the windows down which is kind of how we roll which is or just not how we rolled because bella gets her headaches (laughs) okay but that's the thing if i'm not sleeping then i also want to be having a good time so so take it away brendan tell them a little bit about how how you co-piloted this road trip Oh, I, I captained me and Lexi's trip because I kind of have this rule. It's a loose rule that if I'm driving for like three hours, seven hours, she's got to be awake with me because I'm not just going to sit there, mind my own business, driving with all those idiots on the road. Yeah. So whether it's games, snacks, whatever, it's got to be kind of fun. Snacks are very important, not just like chips, but like something that lasts you, like Jolly Ranchers. You got to have something yeah. on deck to enjoy. Yeah. Jolly Ranchers, pretty essential. I can't really chew gum anymore. Bad teeth. But Jolly Ranchers, that's where it's at. Tell and him. Then Jolly Ranchers. Yeah, homies. <laughs> Tell yeah. Him. And then games. So me and Lexi, when we go, we went to Cedar Point, which is about three-hour drive for us. We played a nice little get-to-know-each-other game, which we were dating for, like, already, what, three years at the time? Two, maybe. Two, maybe. <laughs> maybe. And Listen, just, th- that's what I said. He was your boyfriend. We don't know really was. what he is yeah, now. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> apparently. No, no, I'm just some sort of buddy. But <laughs> buddy. No, but you're a co-pilot. Can you call him buddy from now on? <laughs> <laughs> a co-buddy. A co-buddy. But it's just like, it's not really a game, but it's just a list of questions that if you take seriously enough, you, you can get some pretty good conversation going. It's not just answering the question you can start to ask questions from there it just kind of opens the floor so like here we have one just like some example questions like what makes a good life to you and then you can say what makes a oh, good that's kind of deep yeah it's they, like really involved so, questions that like make you think and talk and it makes time go by really quickly but it's also a way to like get to know the people you're with you gotta pull these up for the way back no they're really fun and i lo- actually the f- one we did before we did this one that we have but um it was a couple's one actually but this n- no it was just how to fall in love with someone but it could be like romantically you could be in relationships a couple's one 
regardless. It wasn't a couple's one. It was just how to fall in love with somebody. Yeah, and it could be... <laughs> but, like, no, she was like, you can do it with, like, friends. It's like a way to fall in love with, like, someone spiritually. Couples. Okay, I, I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I get it. Whatever, but it's like... Don't couples. Shut the fuck up, I'm trying to... <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, like, I got it from a professor, and I was like, oh, why don't we do it? And then it was, it passed the time really quickly. It was... Took a whole three hours on the way And back we were like, oh, my God, wow, we're already done. And it's... I agree. He's uh, on deck with that. He found a new one, actually, on iFunny, I think. But and that's where the origins on it. But, yeah, so this one is to get to know somebody, and then has questions to get started. It has tears. Somewhat personal questions to know someone... And very personal questions to get to know someone better. Give me one of those. Give me a very personal question. What do you regret not doing? What lie do you tell most often? What are you most insecure about? And finally, I'll leave, I'll leave you with this one. What bridges do you not regret earning? Oh, wow. Ooh. So, and there's, there's, a, there's a lot more of the very personal questions. There's a fuck ton of somewhat personal oh, how questions. How many? <laughs> Give me a somewhat personal question. Live. Live. Do it live. What risks are worth taking? What do you take for... Give me one question, what? B. Give me one question. Why are you so mean? <laughs> <laughs> what is something you will never do again? Make that face. <laughs> make, that, make that face. But no, they're really fun. So like, even if it's like playing a game on the road trip, like B said, or even doing like these conversational, like, con- like, you know, combo starters, like, it's a good way to pass time. Yeah, just talking, not just staring at the side of the road. It's like, I spy with my... No, fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck that shit. We're next level. We're pro travelers. Well, and then there's me over here, also co-pilot, while Brennan is probably the master co-pilot with everything, and I'm just kind of, like, there. But I'm very adaptable, and I like to take pride in that. You know, if you are going to be there for the long haul, might as well just buckle down and just deal with it and don't cause a nuisance for anybody. That's what I like to say. But I think an essential for a road trip, what we had created, is a working playlist. I think that is very important for a road trip, especially if it's a long one. You know what? Fuck it. Thank you. (laughs) Fuck it. Even like a short one, like having a collective playlist that everyone in the car can, you know, contribute to. Add whatever the fuck you want and, you know, just put it on shuffle as you go on the road trip. I think that's a very big part of a road trip. That was definitely probably one of the best parts of this road trip. Lexi had this idea about a week, week and a half before we were going and we made the Spotify playlist and the four of us all added to it. Just our favorite songs, even songs that not even really our favorite songs. I didn't, I didn't really add nostalgia. Yeah. I didn't even, my songs got removed. You added, you added a little drummer boy. You add a little drummer boy from a Christmas album. So I guess the pentatonics. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing you contributed. So I guess okay, the main No, song, no, okay. okay, no. <laughs> he did the Shrek song is on there. I All, did that. All Star uh, Smash Mouth <laughs> via me. So I would say a major role for creating a road trip playlist, especially with other people in the car, your friend. It's you don't want to put on your favorite songs per se. You want to put on songs that you know are songs that everybody else enjoys. So I feel like we had we had a really good mix. Oh, we have a banger playlist. Genres. We got some early two thousands hits. We have some Nickelodeon in- bops. We have Nickelodeon bops. Black Eyed Peas. Oh yeah. Do you have the Black Eyed Twenty Tens bops? We just have a good mix going on. I actually once this playlist was solidified, this was the only playlist other than Olivia Rodrigo's new album shout out. that shout out that I listened to just like on my way to and from work or to and from like my mom's house mm-hmm. and I I had been listening to it for a while before this road trip actually took place because it's that good of a playlist <laughs> <laughs> so basically with this playlist we really wanted to share it with all of you because it got some bangers and we're trying to flex and because we love you guys yeah. We love there so are a much. lot of bangers on there and we would like to share them with you and it would probably make you like you know it made me happy listening to it so spread happiness to others so i'll link it down below and we'll also make it public so if you want to tune into it you're What's more it than called? welcome hts road trip easy enough easy enough you know nothing crazy nothing wild it's just spitting facts spitting facts b i figured out the answer to the question you asked i believe the question was what what uh what thing have we done that we're never going to do again? I actually have a road trip theme one. Okay. So, Bella and I took a little mini road trip on a road trip. We were in Florida and we oh, went we, did do that. we went deep in the fucking Everglades like 
like even I was I was kind of nervous about how far we were in the middle of the night. Right. Let me give some context here. So we took a trip to Miami, right? And we got a rental car. We were splurging. It was fine. Got a rental car and it was in my name so like I was driving it. First of all, driving in Florida for anyone who has not is absolutely chaotic. Negative 12 out of 10 would not recommend. No. It is absolutely horrible. It's not that. Oh my God. Everybody goes 90 and they merge lanes, no turn signals, nothing. Like I feel like I'm- It's easy. That's Greensburg. (laughs) There's 10 lanes. You can swerve across 10, five lanes of traffic you want. There's 10 lanes. But everyone gets so close to each other and it makes me so anxious. Anyway, part of the trip was uh, Caleb is a big wildlife and animal guy. Um, so we took a trip out to Everglades National Park. What is it, about hour and a half, two hours away from Miami? Something like that? So we actually went south from Miami to the tip of the Everglades going toward a place called Flamingo. We were going there and it's in the middle of nowhere. Right, and I'm driving around this like pretty nice Nissan sedan on these dirt roads in the middle of the night because this man wanted to go herping. Do you yeah. want to share with us? Define our- middle of the night. Okay, so A, middle of the night, we're 10, 11. 10 or 11. Going down, going to like 10 or 11. And then we turned around around midnight. Got it. But um, anyway, so we're going around. Can you explain to our listeners what herping is and why we went to the Everglades National Park at night? Okay, so herping has a couple different. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So herping is essentially, is stemmed from herpetology, which is the study of reptiles and amphibians. So by my definition of herping, we were going around looking to see just what cool shit we could see, i.e. finding snakes in the middle of the road and getting them off to the side so they don't get hit. So we found a bunch of like venomous water moccasins and it was really cool. And we, f- we found a couple other little things, frogs, turtles here and there. But eventually we get out to look at this water moccasin and it's we're fucking with it. We get it off the road and it's like striking. It's it's neat. Bella, we hear like something. We don't we weren't sure what it was like a little like just pitter patter somewhere. And right. then like it was definitely just like a some sort of wildlife in the bushes. Cause the way we were going down these roads is, you know, dirt roads, I'm driving and I'm not going super fast because there's other people, there's other cars doing the same thing that we're doing. And I'm going relatively slow, but I can't see anything. But Caleb was with his animal trained eyes. He would just immediately say, Bella, stop the car. And I would have to stop the car immediately, pull off to the side a little bit, put the emergency flashers on, and in some cases, reverse the car so that we can check out the snake that he saw from like 100 feet out. It was just so absolutely ridiculous. So we get out of the car. Yeah, we get out of the car. We get out of the car, pitch black, middle of nowhere. It's okay to add some dramatics to it the closest hospital is about a two and a half hour drive we're fucking with snakes that could bite us and kill us within about that amount of time and so we get out we move a snake off to the side of the road and we hear something in the bushes and we kind of just giggle and it's like oh yeah it's like a bird or something over there because it kind of made us jump but then bella who is a what a cat mom i am a cat mom goes goes decides to go pss, 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 toward this noise we heard and the little flicker of leaves turned into very clear super loud like movement steps and actual rustling in the bushes big. and if you don't know about the the local wildlife in florida it could have been anything from an alligator crocodile black bear or florida panther it's just a big kitty. Or, or it, could, it could have been it could have been a deer. I don't know. My but anyway, but it, if it was a Florida panther, I mean, my hypothesis is that you it went. Was, pss, pss, pss. I went pss, 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 in the Everglades National Park based on the wildlife that is there. That's a cat noise. It was definitely a Florida. So panther. essentially, Brennan, the, the answer to your question here <laughs> is: if you're in the middle of the Everglades, it's pitch black, and you're hours away from hospitals, you hear a noise. Do not go at it at at the the scary big noise in the middle of nowhere. And we will never do that again. Never ever will we do that again. 
that's something you learn from horror movies is to not provoke a sound or not to investigate a sound, especially at night. In the Everglades, two hours away from the hospital. Especially at night, especially in the Everglades, especially, especially two and a half hours away from the hospital. I was especially, just especially, especially. Like, this man had me out looking for snakes, driving around a really nice rental car on dirt roads that at nighttime. That rental car got fucked up. Swear no, it, it definitely did. There were bugs all over that front grill. Like, it was horrible. <laughs> oh, God. This is a public service announcement to take care of your local wildlife. PSA. PSA, PSA, absolutely. I'm even not, even okay. if they kill you, even if they will kill you, <laughs> we can just each talk about what we like to do on vacation. Well, I think Bella and I are on the same page. You know, when we go to the beach, we're going to the beach. We're there. For we the are beach, going that's it. to the beach and soaking up every aspect of the beach. Every we wake ounce everything. of the sunlight. You wake up in the morning, get ready, go down to the beach. You're there. It's a day event. You know, we get the, when I want to be there at 10, we're there at 10. Yes. You know, we're, we're, we're not the, waking up at 10. We're there at we're, 10. Yeah, our toes are touching the sand. We are there at 10. At 10 a.m. We will not be leaving until around maybe 3 or 4 p.m. For those of you who don't know me, I'm not a morning person. I do not get out of bed before 11, 11.30 in the morning if I don't have to. I'm a big fan of some sleep. The beach is one of the only things I will ever wake up early for. Last beach trip we went on a couple months ago, I was up at like 8 in the morning, 8.30. I, I was never getting up past 9 a.m., which I feel like says a lot about how important uh, the, the beach vibes beach are definitely there. And especially with this trip, I've, you know, from the last podcast, I talked about like me being like yoga. I don't even think I brought that up. I've been doing yoga a lot. So like this trip, I wanted to make it a goal of mine to do yoga on the beach. And you know what? It was a great experience. And since I'm moving to Florida on a beach, I'm going to continue that once we move because it is unmatched. It is a beautiful experience. So, yeah, I'm going to wake my ass up in the morning. We're going to go to the beach. And to clarify, we will be on the beach at what? Nine in the morning, whatever. Nine in the morning 10. until like four. Yes. We are not leaving until the sun starts to go behind the buildings that are casting a shadow onto and the beach. And then it's like, okay, maybe we should go. Maybe we should else. go. <laughs> But and that's, that's on side. melanoma. Okay, but that means like, that's okay, you know, though, swimming, the vibes. Like, yes. It's worth it. It's, it's worth tanning. sunblock. SPF is very right. important. Okay, I I feel like this is important to include because I, I'm i Italian. I don't burn easily. There are certain areas in my body that like I need to make sure that I cover with sunscreen extra good. Always my face. My shoulders are more prone to burning. Um, my stomach. Those areas. But for the longest time, like throughout high school and early college years, I would only wear like an SPF 15 and I would peel. Like I wouldn't really burn. I would get slightly red. You I would have to do at least 30 and above. Right. And you have to apply it, you know, regularly. It's like not just Listen, a one and done like, for the whole beach day. I that's like when to you burn. do it every two hours, roughly. Because I like, I also go in the water too and it's... They recommend like every like thirty minutes, right? For Big it to work pro effectively. Tip. Spray on sunscreen, not that lotion. Spray on so it's much a easier. Pen. And no, pen. no, no. Even more pro tip: do not have an Italian put on your sunblock <laughs> whenever you're a hunky and are are white as snow. It doesn't work. Yeah, no, Brendan, you burn, you burn, burn. I'll bad. look like a, a, a pink and white zebra. Your mom all actually I let made me like make sure that you do wear sunblock because you will burn. Yeah, my man's is Irish, and I'm out here Italian. It does not match. It's just a new layer. Do you apply thing. sunblock appropriately, though? Okay, yeah, I spray him down, I think. You have been doing better. In the beginning of a relationship, I will admit to just doing that, like, Z on your back, and it was just like, oh, the rest of my body is burnt, except for this one little line. But I recognize, and I have been... I recognize that some are just not as blessed as I am, as Lexi and I are with this Italian skin. I actually don't know what Brendan's, you're so with the flow, like what is your, say you're you're captaining the day and you're making the, the vacation plans, what's your dream? I mean, kind of what you were saying, just doing beach things. So like we're at the beach, I wanna enjoy the beach. Mm -hmm. I wanna do boogie boarding. I wanna fucking build a nice sandcastle, mm -hmm. dig a moat. I don't you know. think we did a sandcastle sand last ca time. We need to do that we, this time. We, we will be doing a sandcastle in these next couple of days, folks. <laughs> Laying out in the sun um, this year, fishing. Haven't really been a fisher, but I'm getting get into, into it with, with the, the fisherman himself. Yeah, fucking get Follow ready. him on TikTok. Yeah, it's, it's, it'll get there. My TikTok will get there. It'll get there. Throwing something out and reeling it in without any real challenge. I feel like the key to going to the beach, though, is like 
besides like you know like lounging at the beach is like actually like doing things and like enjoying the environment that you're in like you have to like actually like you know acknowledge one you're at the beach two enjoy the fact that you are at the beach because you're not going to be there forever and it's right. sad you have to enjoy every second that's why I mean, no offense to anybody sorry to interrupt but fuck people who are like, yeah i'm just i'm just gonna have a pool day oh my god at I the hotel, went, like when you're just like, right. the yeah. ho- no. There was one vacation I went on when I was younger, and we went with another family. And I don't understand this because oh, so we all stayed in like this really big house, and we were in the Outer Banks in uh, North Carolina. And we went with this other family, and every single day, my mom was like, you know, let's go to the beach. And I was like really young at the time, so I was like, okay, yeah, beach. But like, I didn't fully understand like the grasp of I'm at the beach. Right. And there were other kids my age who just wanted to play in the pool. And I was like, I want to do that. Like, why would I want to go to the beach and get all sandy, whatever? Um, But no, fuck that. If I am driving all that way to go to the beach, we're going to the beach. beach. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I find it interesting because, like, the four of us all like to do pretty different things while we're at the beach. Um, You know, I, for one, really like to go swimming in the ocean. Not super far out because I don't fuck with the sharks. I decided this year I'm gonna try really hard. Oh, you really? I'm terrified of it, but I really no because I I was about to bring that up that you don't really go in the ocean. We'll we'll, we'll make a circle around you. We'll do it. I'm terrified of the ocean. You did really good last time. You were pretty deep in the water. She was swimming. I, I get really like scared because I had a really, like, I had a traumatic, <laughs> not, it wasn't even that traumatic, it just freaked me out so bad where I stepped on a horseshoe crab and it freaked me the fuck out and I could not get back in the water after that. And then also just knowing what's in the water, but not knowing what's in the water. Right. No, it's it. definitely freaky. In the water? So if I, like, catch one and let you meet it and you see that they're, like, cool and friendly. No, because she'll know where it came from. No, oh. like, <laughs> I just, like, I know that there's shit out there, but I right. can't see it. And that's what terrifies me. I really, so I'm a really structured knowledge-based person and like like you said i know there's a lot of shady shit that goes on the ocean but i just really enjoy the person that i'm at at the beach because i let myself i don't know how to say this about being cliche but like be more free like i i don't constrain myself to the you know I don't know. I don't really want to go in the ocean because, like, I know all the things that are going on there. And I, you know, yeah, I, I, I don't live my life as much in fear or, you know, the fear of being even, like, uncomfortable. Because, obviously, like, if you're going to be on the beach, you're going to get hot. You're going to get sweaty. There's going to be sand in places that you don't want sand. But I don't care that much if I'm at the beach. Just the whole atmosphere and the vibe of the beach it makes me it just makes me a lot more zen of a person um so i just really enjoy the person that's that, your that kumbaya I, that is my absolutely that's Caleb, absolutely what do my you kumbaya. like to do at the beach What's Caleb? what is the fisherman's beach? dream okay beach day? master so, fisherman go ahead so master fisherman isn't all about fishing when we're at the beach oh thank god but yeah like <laughs> i mean i think brennan had a good point where it's like yeah brennan, yeah, brennan long <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, give Ram Ranch a listen or don't. Um, Please don't. Please don't. But <laughs> that's on the playlist. Oh, anyway, um, <laughs> 28 U.S. Marines. <laughs> Stop. Happy Memorial Day. <laughs> Happy Memorial Day. <laughs> no, um, when I'm at the beach, I don't, like, yeah, I like to go in the water and swim. Yeah, I like to, you know, just lounge around and tan, but... I need a football. I need, you know, like a baseball minute. I like to do shit. Boogie board. Boogie board. Hit me with that fucking boogie board. Hit me with buying that expensive ass paddleboard from Costco. Y'all, he spent so much money on this paddleboard. I bought an inflatable paddleboard that you can travel with that's also good to go on planes size-wise without spending more money. It is nice, and though. It I, is practical. It's fun. I went out there in the ocean with him, and it was a good time, not but, even gonna lie. But what I do is... is Whenever I'm at the beach, I like, I mean, I'm a nature person. I like to go out and, and do badass shit. So I'll, I'll go out like a couple hundred yards and I'll just jump off of it, dive down like 20 feet. And I want to see fucking some animal planet shit on the reef. You're crazy. It's fun. That sounds it made amazing, me though, it's nervous crazy. whenever he did it. Because that's something that, however zen and carefree I may be at the beach, that's something I'm never going to do. You're never going to catch me doing that. But I guess my point is, you know, you can keep that football to yourself. Brendan, y'all can do that. Just because 
It gets hot. Yeah. So I mean, it's real hot. <laughs> I think the best way to put it here's my quintessential fucking beach day. Wake up 5 a.m. I'm going fishing. I'm gonna go. You know, I know we don't have a kitchen net at this place, but I'd like to catch a fish, bring it back. There's lunch. Eat. Well, I guess for you guys it would be breakfast. So come back like from five to five to ten thirty. It's fishing. Come back, change, wash my hands, breakfast slash lunch, then beach from like eleven to like four. But while I'm at the beach, I want to go snorkeling. I want to throw football around. I want to just sit there and do nothing and stare at the water, which is my new thing. I just beach chair it for like an hour and a half, just it's looking so at nothing, nice. like a old person. It's like hypnotizing, really. Take a nap, beach naps. Oh, yeah. Get super burnt. Fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> and then the Tishon family loves to do, you know, just, you come up from the beach, we're going to happy hour, getting fucking drunk and disorderly, and then we're going to have a nice-ass dinner, get more drunk, more disorderly, and go to bed. Sounds like the And that's a bit. fucking sweet vacation right there. Can't forget about mini golf. Where oh, the loser gets oh, yes. punished and has yeah. to take a drinking penalty. Last year we did this. We went mini golfing. We had a, a game. Do it. Last year we did that. I lost so horribly. So bad. So bad. Yeah, I had to so take a jello shot. It was brutal. It was Lexi absolutely... starts to lose and then she. I get really mad. She gets mad that she's losing. And so she extra... loses harder. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what happened. And I. And then gets, gets bullied into taking absolutely. Horrible, Rank horrible. Jello horrible shots. Jello shots. Oh my god, they were brutal. So but yeah, um, if you're losing at a game, don't give up, because then you'll, don't just, give up. you'll just lose worse, <laughs> and then you'll you'll be even more mad when you lose, and then you get the punishment when you lose. Especially when you could not lose if you tried. <laughs> just but. try. Just try. It. But yeah, mini golfing is essential for our vacations. Absolutely. Yes. Especially with all the cute little courses that they have around the beach. It's so oh, fun. It's so fun. It's so fun. And they're always like cute little themes. I enjoy it a lot. It's a very good time. Even when you lose. Meh. Yeah. All right. So I guess that's going to do it for this week's podcast. If you've been following along, we really thank you for that. We hope you enjoyed all the vacation and beach content that we have had leading up to this. Yeah. And awesome to have the boys on to actually talk in this podcast. Hey. <laughs> like to have you guys on and actually, you know, more than a game, more than a game, yeah. Like actually <laughs> sit and talk with us. It was really fun and uh, got a lot of tips. Nice little change of pace we got going on. Obviously, Molly's irreplaceable. I um, miss Molly. I can't wait till Molly gets to do this shit. I'm my throat hurts. I'm tired of this. We do miss right? Molly. We do need her back. Yeah, but it was nice having you two yes. here. I guess. Mm. I mean, the the two of you make up for a you're like a second best second portion of a molly Russell across right. from us right now all right yes peace <laughs> yeah thank you guys for joining us you should have follow us on our socials our instagram is honey tea steam pod our twitter is honey tea steam and our facebook and youtube is honey tea and steam podcast we will see you guys again next saturday and we'll be back with even more content so we will see you then thank you very much for listening this has been high tea and steam podcast with brendan and Shaboy c tish <laughs> Thank y'all. All right. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye.